Hey everybody, Corey here. I uh, heard you guys like reviews and rumors. Well, good news, this is a reviews and rumors episode. We got some comics hot off the presses. We got some news about Ryan Johnson and maybe some Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher hookups. Ooh, we'll get into the dirty details on this episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I swear Corey's voice changes. Yeah. Every every time. Every freaking episode. He sounded episode. a lot sexier that time. <laughs> <laughs> Is Very that sexy. What you <laughs> Need yes. some sexual healing up in this podcast. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What's that mean? Get, we gonna What's get that, that mean, Mike? What's sexual healing? What do you think it means, my friend? That means you'll get pregnant. <laughs> oh no! Well, wait a minute. Wait. That means your ovaries will hurt. <laughs> I don't think that's healing. I Not think my that, ovaries. That's sexual distress, maybe. That means, no. That means you'll carry your ovaries <laughs> in a bag, in like a Walmart bag, and show people. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. That happened to me. I, like yeah. I think that's how pregnancy times. works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was told. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't whatever. Know. I put them in a bag. I show you people. Went to, I'm you pregnant. went to public I school people. health class. <laughs> <I know. laughs> public school. Public school. Uh, <laughs> at my, work. <laughs> it's my upbringing. Yeah. Right. No it was that. Mm-hmm. Is that that plastic model they brought out in a bag? Wasn't it? Oh, that yeah. doesn't really happen in real life. You know, not that. You know. Not quite that way. Close. No. Very close. Close. But yeah, I don't think they come Ish? out. Of, I don't think they come out of the womb in a Walmart bag. Kind of mm, depends where you're. Some are you in the south? Are you in the south? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aw, making fun of. Oh. Sorry, south. <laughs> Sorry, south. Sorry, south. Uh, speaking of going south, welcome to Fly Casual. Hello. Episode number one fifty-five. Oh yeah. And uh, we not we, a palindrome. No. Not not quite. Not this time. But I wish it was. Joining us today, yes, we have a very special guest. Oh yeah, uh, me, Archibald, Mike Archibald. <laughs> He's the I am very, I am very special. Oh, Mike's back again. Thank you very much, Michael. I am the smooth back. talker, Archibald. <laughs> very smooth talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know how to say. I know how to say. Yep. I, he likes. Yep, I know how to. Go. I know how to say smattering. Not yeah. smattering for it's, for it's Petri. A, it's, it's, yeah, smattering. <laughs> it's smattering. It's a smattering, not smattering. Smattering. I'm I'm sorry, Petri. I'm so 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 What's so. What's smattering? Is that what you do with butter? I don't know. Yeah. Speaking Apparently of what you do I with butter, that. butter. Garrick, oh, yeah. crossbound down a few. I can show you. Not some Jay. Stuff you do with, <laughs> with butter. I got thousands of uses for butter. <laughs> mm. Literally thousands. Yeah. Most yeah. of them involve you, your tongue, uh, doesn't it? Can you count them? Some of them are felonies. Ooh. Can't talk about those. Yeah, be careful. Speaking of felonies, join us again. <laughs> the Mexican. Mr. <laughs> is the Mexican. The Mexican. Is that racist? Are you I offended? Think so. felony, he said it first. He said it's okay it first. If you're, if you're offended. If felony racist. and Mexican kind of just go hand in hand. So you just get used to it. I don't know. But I'm his like, name hey, is. It's a felony. It's my uncle. Or my cousin, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> my grandma. Yes. Yeah. The but Mr. <laughs> Tobias Robles. Hello. 
Welcome back, my friend. Hola. It's a Robles. Yeah, we have another. Yeah. I want to hit that button so much. I know. I love that button. It's a good song. Thanks you. Yeah. So we joined us again, of course, because Mr. Wilson's still on vacation this week. That is the longest ass vacation I've ever seen. Okay, so one thing we didn't do enough of last episode was rag on Corey. Yeah. Oh, dang because it. Because when people are gone and they're not on our on the, oh, the episode, that's my favorite we have part to, too. you know, rag on them. So go, Mike. Yeah. You pussy bitch. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Last I heard, he um, went on a plane, disappeared, and he was eating granola bars and eating bears. <laughs> that would be something he would do. Yes. It would be. So we don't know where he's at. We have no idea. We're scared. <laughs> hurricane yeah. Jose which hurricane are we on now? Her, <laughs> Maria? Maria nine. Yeah, it's Maria. Maria, oh, Maria has yeah. engulfed him. Of course. And we're of course we could be like three or four Wait, hurricanes from Maria at this by yeah. this. I don't even know which hits. it's like hurricane seventeen. The next one. The whole hey, by the way, did you guys are you guys still here? You guys didn't get raptured? No, I'm going to hell. <laughs> Damn, oh, shit. We're all going to hell. <laughs> we're still here. I'm already yeah. there. We're already oh, there. Yeah. We're the there zombie right apocalypse now. is here. So, and we're podcasting I was about to tell my mom I loved her, and then she disappeared, and I was like, oh, fuck it then. <laughs> <laughs> mom got raptured right before I was like, my oh, eyes. Oh, fuck it. Whatever, mom. <laughs> Jesus. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I knew I was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> So so this is how it goes, right? For hurricanes, they name them uh, going through the alphabet. Yeah. So yeah. A, B, C, D, yeah. and it's male, female, male, female, right? Correct, yeah. So the next one will be in if we haven't gotten to it already. Hurricane, I would say Maria, so, so it would have to be a guy. So Hurricane Nick. Nick. N- Nick. Naboo. Oh, Naboo. Oh, nice. uh, is, that a, is that a name? Is that a guy name? I don't uh, care. How about Nancy? Hurricane Nanakin? <laughs> Hurricane Nuke. Oh, Nuke. <laughs> Nuke and Nanakin. How about, how about non Nan? Narth Narth Nader. Narth. Narth. I like Narth. All right. So Star Wars names are out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They don't work. They don't fit. Not within. Oh. No. There's gotta be somebody we're missing. I don't know. Uh uh. Anyway, it's time for, uh, <laughs> what are we on? Reviews. <laughs> oh, hey! That's me! I do them. I do the reviews. Okay, okay, Garrick, I gotta put the kibosh, I gotta put the kibosh on the limericks. We can't do that. Wait, this no, no, how is not handle That's the limericks? That's my favorite no, 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 no. part of the whole, everything uh, we do. HR nope. sent out a, a memo this week. <laughs> <laughs> and between the cussing on that episode and the cussing on the last episode, we've all used right. up all of our, uh, <laughs> All of our cash for some time. Well, <laughs> well, that's good. I guess I'll just do it old school style. That's a bunch All of right. bullshit is what I said. Oh, oh look, there he goes again. Freaking Howie, All man. Right, for those playing at home. That... Tell you what. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we had, uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, oh six comics? Gosh. Almost that, a record. My quite a record. Right? Man. Six? All right, time to go to sleep. I don't really count Holy the Poe comic as a comic, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> just technically, <laughs> in the definition of the word comic, it still doesn't fit. So no. we have Star Wars 36. Yes. Afro 12. Yeah. Star Wars Annual 3. Mm. Phasma 2. Mm. Poe 19. 
<laughs> and then IDW Star Wars Adventures 2. I'm there so far. It's the sequel to the first one. That's right. IDW Star Wars Adventures 1. It was. So two comes after one. It does. Gotcha. Most, yep. most of the time. Yeah. So, right. Let's start with Star Wars 36, which was a comic that came Bring out. Bring it. Here we go. You guys ready? I am. C-3PO has been taken. <gasps> but lucky for him, R2 just happens to have a particular set of skills. Skills he, he has acquired fly. over a very long career. He can fly. And never having a memory wipe. Or skills that are going to make him a nightmare for whoever took his bra, <laughs> Goldenrod. R2 lands his commandeer X-Wing on a Star Destroyer and proceeds to go to a rampage that would make Triple Zero and BT-1 oil in their collective pants. Damn. The rolling metal cylinder of pure death grabs his bud <laughs> and shoves him into an X-Wing cockpit and jets on out of there, but not before Lord Vader takes flight after them, yelling that he brought C-3PO into this world and he'll damn well take him out of it. <laughs> Just before Vade scatters the giant, this giant plot hole throughout the quadrant, Solo finds a blind spot again and narks Darth Vader off his tail, oh. allowing everyone to escape. And then in the last panel, it freeze frames an R2 wearing some sunglasses, smoking a camel cigarette, which deal with it tattooed across his dome. He's that badass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I wish it was written that way. You know, my Star Wars, it you know, Star Wars main title is usually pretty consistent. I, I this still reminds me of a of a droid episode of of the Clone Wars. <laughs> I don't uh, know, man. I love this comic. Did you? Because R two D two just goes on a murdering spree. Like you didn't yeah. see that in the Clone Wars. You know, it was very no. kid, kid friendly. This right. one, he literally is murdering everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, was, I liked it. Frustrates it. me. He he rescued his boy. I get it. You know. Yeah. yeah all right. He, yeah. It's all right. It's a one off. It's a one off. It's not a continuing arc. Right. So. Yeah. C three PO gets taken. R 2s like, nah, man. That's my bro. <laughs> Can't take my bro and kill all y'all's. That's my robot. That's my robot friend. Yeah. So yeah. So that basically <laughs> this whole comic, I guess there's a, a narrator of some sort telling you how much an R two unit sucks. And then R2 is, of course, uh, <laughs> you know, doing the opposite of what the narrating saying because he's super awesome. But I don't know. I liked the. I liked it all right. It was pretty good. Love to see R2 go unleashed and just do what he does, I guess. It was kind of, you know, you get to the end and, and it's Vader chasing him and uh, it's, it's Han Solo flying me and going, yeah! <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen this before. Yeah, it's like, where, oh, have, I, hmm. where have I seen this? that? Oh, rhymes. Yeah, how is R two that awesome? R two is the best man. No, I you love. I love know. him. You gotta understand. I love him. I do. I love all these people, but like, he's not a hero. Like, he's just one robot. What? And he is no, now. No. You haven't watched the prequels, then, my friend. Um, yeah, he says some dudes <laughs> on fire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow some shit apart. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is he's just one two, robot that was two. like literally just amongst everything. He's not, he's not a hero. Hey, he's not no, R two is a hero. I love, I love R two. Three PO, maybe not so much a hero. Brilliant. The whole Star Wars arc is about R two. I know, right? I know, but yeah, he opens doors. All right, bro. Yeah, exactly. He opens he doors. Hey, if the doors aren't open, people can't get through. <laughs> then he hold he hold plans. So basically, he's like my. Well, he's, was, he's like my 
like my fucking USB drive. Like <laughs> my USB drive is not a hero. Can, can in my a life. USB drive electrocute a Kwakian monkey lizard? Or stop? I don't think or so. Trash compactor <laughs> from crushing his crumb from fucking. Yeah, I get it. I'm not. <laughs> or shoot a lightsaber high in the yeah, air for a Jedi right uh, out of his head. Yeah, dude. Poof. He's my Google Home. Yellow. He's my Google Home. <laughs> All right. play, he also gets buried in sand and gets lifted up. He doesn't I love him. Music, I love him more than anything. I love him more than anything. Love He's probably my second favorite character in all of Star Wars. Really? Who's your first? Your Boba first? Fett. Yeah, no. that's right. Correct. The Fettster. Yeah. Correct yeah. answer. I, yeah, don't know. I agree. This uh, comic, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I one can't of my say. It, now is this is this the last of the one-offs? Are we getting back to the main storyline now? Yes, is that what's yeah, happening yeah. here? So we'll get back to the main storyline. Yeah. Then. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Jason Aaron is uh, called the Quitzos on the Star Wars. So now we're going to get the Vader team taking over the main time. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so that should be Mm-mm-mm. interesting. Let's see how that goes. But anyway, moving on. After 12 came out. Yeah, it did. Mm. Mm. She came out. As Corey over. would say, put five minutes on the clock. <laughs> yeah, put five minutes on the clock. Here we go. You guys yeah, let ready? Me, let me oogle a little bit. All right. Right, here we go. Boop. We start with Daddy Vader crashing Afra's swanky schwindig, and he's not happy. In fact, he's in a, one of his genocidal moods again. <laughs> you know the kind. And Mommy Afra is trying to avoid old Vade's swath of destruction, but the Murderbot kids are acting up again, and they're on about something to do with removing their limiters that stop them from going on murderous rampages and killing all humans and stuff. Man, the nerve of these two. So Afra decides... Caving into the two is better than the headache of them badgering her. Also, they will totally rat her out to Vader if she doesn't, which wouldn't be the best for Dr. A. After removing the limiters, the two psychopathic clangers skip off into the sunset, leaving Afro with an RSVP for one death. Hers! Afro meets up with her good old buddy, Black Crustacean, and by good buddy, I mean he steals a ship and leaves Afro alone on a space station (laughs) to face Vader by herself. Oh. The fleeing few who haven't been Vadered yet, and, yeah, a thousand-year-old consciousness of a dead Jedi Master trapped in an assassin droid's body armed with a pair of lightsabers. <laughs> so, you know, it's just another Thursday for Dr. Yeah, Aspen. pretty much. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I guess uh, they're kind of uh, getting rid of the uh, main They're breaking cast. up the team, man. Yeah, man, the I team's I don't know gone. about this. I don't know about this. I don't know if I like it. I, I don't, don't either. I like I like triple like, zero. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can send black crustacean off or whatnot, but I mean, they kind of grow me too. Sending off the murder droids? Are you kidding me? I know. So triple zero and BT one. Yeah, they get. I guess kind of their their programming rearranged by Afreda, and now they have free will, which isn't the best probably no. for people who like living. But, yeah, that kind of sucks. It was kind of Tri- funny though, where. They're le- she does all this stuff and they're leaving and Triple Zero's like, all right, well, I'll see you later until next time. And she's like, you, well, you don't have to say that. We don't have to meet again. And he's like, until next time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Still avoids Vader, though. We haven't, we haven't, yeah, don't have the Afro Vader confrontation. Not yet. I mean, not she yet. gets pretty close at the end of this comic. She's kind of hiding behind some trash. Right where Darth Vader's fighting the uh, droid who's been a, I <laughs> guess, Jedi possessed droid. by a Jedi <laughs> consciousness of some sort. Yeah. yeah Bades, so. Bades know how to deal with uh, the Jedi and the droids. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we'll see where it goes. I, we got a new arc coming up. Uh, they just released the solicits for the, the upcoming arc, and 
the cover of one of the issues has Afro with a whole new crew. So we'll see if they live oh. up to the the old crew. Nice. There's yeah. some sort of techno samurai guy. Never done mm. that in Star Wars before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was a pretty good issue. I, yeah, I, I I'm guess. in. I mean, it's Afro. Still I'm, love it. Still yeah. my favorite right now, probably. Yeah. That and Vader. Vader's really good. Yeah, the Vader comic's still pretty good. Yep, I'm in. Yep. So, yeah, that's that. Pretty good. Check it out. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Star Wars Annual number three. Ooh, a little surprise this week. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't see this one coming, but it was uh, actually written by Jason Latour. I think that's how you pronounce his name, which I'm a fan of for his Spider-Gwen comic. But that's another story. Let me get on with this. You yeah, guys ready is. for me to break this down? Yep. All right, here we go. Han and Leia have gone off together alone. Oh. to search for a planet to house the new rebel base but unfortunately mm. instead of a nice romantic getaway they fall down a <laughs> mine shaft and get stuck oh, for like a you week gotta hate that yeah. no, no, they, it's not very romantic but yeah, yeah. they just All survive right. off cave fungus or whatever but the two eventually make it back to the surface and they don't even get a chance to smooch because a long forgotten work associate of solos has found them and he's set on settling the score with han Mass chaos erupts all over. Blaster bolts going pew pew. Han swearing and droids going uh, gazit bazit gazit <laughs> It's crazy. Han and Leia finally accept that their romantic es- escapades are ending before they even began. And the only gun Leia will be caressing is a Wookiee bowcaster, leaving Han the trigger of his DL-44 is the only thing he'll be fingering on this mission. <laughs> the two shoot, burn, explode, and squid monster their way to safety, leaving Han's old associate to Jack Torrance to death on the surface of the planet and they get away without even kissing or cutting open a tauntaun. That's bullshit. God damn it. Yeah. That happened. Mm, (laughs) I wasn't very excited. I mean, I didn't like this comic that much. Oh, really? I thought thought the art was pretty terrible. Yeah, the art was different. (laughs) Yeah. It seems sophomoric to me. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a different take on uh, Star Wars. Uh, I thought the writing was decent. I mean, some of the dialogue I thought was pretty good. The dialogue wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but I got worried at first when like the second or third panel was what looked to be like a Rathtar chasing him. I'm like, no. <laughs> I know no! this. This it wasn't a Rathtar. I no, guess it's because not. it had legs, it's, but it was basically a, a rat with legs. <laughs> yeah, right. A mouth and a lot of eyes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then coming up in the in the Phasma comic, there was a underwater Rathar. So apparently, there's different <laughs> varieties. Apparently, Rathars are like the fucking. They're everywhere now. It's yeah. a new cool thing. Yeah, dude. Balls with teeth, man. That's frightening. You can, you can even buy a. Isn't there a toy right now you can buy with a Rathar? Yeah, Rathar with dude. Ball of <laughs> teeth, man. Okay, you can stick so him in his mouth. I gotta ask you this question: Did they ever exist before the Force Awakens? Nope, <laughs> don't think so. Prequels, brand new species. Take man. out Ray. It's the prequels. <laughs> Wait, what's the next standalone movie? Mm. I'm dead serious. Ride of the Rattars. The Rattars. Rattars. I don't know. Yeah, the dial the dialogue. I'm with you on, man. I, the story still. I'm not. For an annual, yeah. just didn't. Yeah. Well, we got action. They, well, Leia. I guess they set up. They set up this new guy, this associate of Hans. That would, I'm guessing. Yeah, but he died. On, <laughs> oh, did he die? Yeah, he froze to death at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought so. maybe they were setting up someone to come back, like they did. I mean, because the last two annuals had a recurring character, didn't they? 
Yeah, I mean, Fahan got frozen in carbonite, so he came back. <laughs> you never so know. You never know. Medical, <laughs> it's the med- medicine of the future. That's right, yeah. Back to so, Tank does wonders. That was, I thought that was a cool aside is this guy's story. You know, Han kind of stiffs him, and they, they drop their cargo, and the guy loses all this money and goes to, to prison and all this stuff. I thought that was a pretty cool side story, but yeah, I don't know. It's all right. It's pretty good. Seriously, the art. Art is distracting to me. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I did not weird. like this. It was very weird. Yep. Yep. Word. Yep. 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 So moving on, Phasma mm-hmm. 2. Oh, man. Bad Captain Phasma, uh, Journey to the Last Jedi, a Star <laughs> Wars movie. Anthology. Anthology. Comic part 2. Limited run series number 2. So <laughs> here we go. Break this All down. Right. Phasma is hot on the trail of the traitor who lowered the shield to the Star Killer base with her pilot buddy and, and her BB unit because it totally wasn't Phasma who did it. No way. It wasn't Herger. Right, guys? It was the other guy. Yeah. The other one. So Captain P and the lady make planfall on a backwoods planet and begin their search. After a quick costume change that leaves all the readers teased and unfulfilled, <laughs> yeah. they make a treacherous descent only to find themselves right smack at the west gate of the Mines of Moria. And Phasma freaking disturbs the water after freaking Gandalf told her not to. Yeah, best (laughs) best part. God damn it. And she soon falls straight into the tentacles of the Watcher in the water. But the good captain ain't no slouch. And she boromirs the crap out of the tentacled horror and escapes back to the surface. The the local yokels see the whole thing. They all give her high fives and stuff and say she's like totally awesome and whatever. Then they point her in the direction of the traitor who happens... To actually be hiding on the island of Absalom with Ray Liotta and some other rough-looking criminal dudes. <laughs> and Phasma is now coming to get him. And they ain't got no lo- rocket launcher this time. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. This one, I, I'm mm. still feeling yeah. this comic out, man. Mm. Still uh, feeling it out. The, yeah, I'm feeling out. Art, art was pretty spot on. I like the art. It's... um. It's not photorealistic, but it's, I mean, it's just a good medium, Yeah, you know, it's not, it's, it's right. not too, um, contoury as Corey would say. It's, um, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, to smooth. me, it's just, it's spot on. It's Shine. a good, it's a good comic art. Um, color, like coloring is blanket. real nice. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the story's still, I'm a little, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm following right now. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. The, yeah right. the big disappointment though was, you think, <laughs> They just, yep. Phasma's like, okay, we got to get out of these uh, first order clothing so that people don't recognize us on this planet. So you're like, oh my gosh, we're going to see uh, Brienne of Tarth here in a second. Yeah, this could be great. And no, she nah. just puts on another mask. <laughs> <laughs> Happened to have another helmet, full face yeah. helmet laying around somewhere. <laughs> At first I was kind of weirded out because I'm like, Wait, are they implying that she's a robot? And I'm like, no, she just has another helmet. Well, maybe she that is a robot. Was kinda, I don't know. Still up in the air. She, it was a tease. It was the worst. It was too much of a tease. And then for a second there, I thought that her companion, I didn't realize the companion was a female. So at first I thought the dark haired girl was supposed to be fast. Yeah, I'm like, oh, weird. no, I'm missing this too. So, no, yeah. Yep. Not, yeah, it was a big old uh, blue ball. <laughs> it was. It may still hurt. Yeah, it's hard I to sit down. I guess they got a, they got a few more issues here to to reel us in. So. Yeah, 
three. We'll see if uh, they do the big reveal here. Yeah, so that'd be cool. And I hope to read the uh, Phasma novel soon so we can review that and see how well or or not well it ties into the comic. Mm. It seems like there were some nuggets dropped that seemed that seemed like they would fit into something else. But yeah. maybe it was just bad writing. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Speaking of cool. bad writing. Speaking of bad writing, everyone's <laughs> favorite comic, Poe Dameron, came out in the 19th iteration of that comic. Plus, oh, how maybe, is this still, well, maybe how is this still in print, man? I just There's, don't understand. How well, is this in print and Kanan well, is out of print? I, don't I know. Understand. Freaking Kanan was the best. Kanan was a good man. comic. I'm pissed now. Thanks, Mike. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. I'm Thanks, sorry. Mike. Dang it. So, yeah, Poe Dameron came out, number 19. So, let me break this down here. <laughs> Black Everybody's... Squadron is captured. Good thing, too. Now the First Order can execute them all, and we can focus on the real hero of the comic, Agent <laughs> Terex. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, that's not the plan. The plan is to monologue about your overly elaborate plan to get the squadron all together, <laughs> then torture them until they spill all the secrets of their secretive good guy group. Oh, oh I'm sure shit. that's never gone wrong in the history of comic bad guy villainry. <laughs> oh, wait, they all escape via mass dronocide and stupid luck. Never saw that coming. But the good news is Terex is back, baby. Kind of, I guess. Just a little bit. Yeah, that was a big disappointment, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, so, yeah, the best thing about these comics is Terex, Agent Terex. Yeah, he's the and best. Terex is still is still basically Lobot. And, <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's you fight from the You thought from the last issue that he was going to finally pull the stupid thing out of his head. And still kind of didn't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, you can tell he's trying to exert his uh, uh, individuality, taking, I guess. Taking too long, though. Yeah, it's taking too <laughs> long. There was, I, I will say there was some good dialogue where, uh, I was it the, the two uh, Black Squadron ladies are standing around, and <laughs> she's like, the, the drone, there's a reporter there, and her drones, she gets them to, I guess, run into the stormtroopers and kill them somehow. Yeah. Her, she's she's a reporter. So she has camera drones. They run into stormtroopers. And the blue kill them. the blue lady with the, yeah. the flicky tongue. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sir Linda or whatever her name is. Mm. <laughs> and so the two ladies are standing there. And she's like, "Wow, that's some real hard hitting." And then, or that's some real. And then the other girls like, "Don't say it." Hard hitting reporting. And I'm like, "Ha ha puns." I get it. That's funny. I love um. I love our our female um antagonist. I love her space yoga pants. <laughs> they don't make pants. That is a they... fully formed buttocks. I'm just yeah, saying. She's, she is a well, well <laughs> and her black lady. eye. Whatever yeah. her black eye. That's where the drug drugs thing. go. I know the drugs. <laughs> Pretty nice. Uh, we get a little little snap Wexley action, so that's nice. <laughs> snap. They're they're just kind of sitting there and pose like uh, snaps like how are we gonna get out of here, Poe? And Poe's like, ah, oh, I got a plan. And then the door just opens. He's like, see, I did it. Thought that was kind of funny, maybe a little bit. That's kind That's of great. Yeah, yeah, riveting stuff. Riveting. Mm. Oh, by the way, Sir Linda can turn her head all the way around. <laughs> oh yeah, she can spit acid, <laughs> snake tongue, and she can turn her head to look at her own butt. That's she's awesome. crazy. Which I could do that. Cray cray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cray cray. So, mm. yeah, Podamron, awesome. So, anyway. IDW has a Star Wars Ooh. comic, and we yeah, talked a little do. bit about the first one a couple uh, episodes ago. Well, now they have a second ep- issue out. 
Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So break this down. <laughs> Ray's out on another adventure. This time she's rescuing the detestable Unkar Plutt, a.k.a. the Blobfish, a.k.a. Fat Simon Pig. The young Skywalker <laughs> uses her wit. Yes, Howie, her wit. Not, not what? the other thing. And <laughs> sweet boast have skills to throw say? the enemy off balance for long enough to get the overweight junk seller out of his bonds and onto the back of her speeder. Which actually is really funny to see because he's really big. <laughs> on the back of the speeder. When Ray gets back to her foot house, she sees a present from Plutt. It's a buttload of rations. Aw. Aw. But wait, there's more. There's more, guys. We rewind back to Yavin. The Death Star has exploded. And while the rebels are getting their crap together and trying to get get the hell out of there, they notice a Star Destroyer is about to make their day a real bad one. But luckily for the rebels, Evan Verline is there. Yeah, just got done watching Rogue One. Mm. And that's like totes meta. And she should have been in Rogue One. I'm she should have. I yeah. didn't see her in Rogue One. But anyway, she takes a, a cue from that movie and rams the Star Destroyer with just enough force with another ship to throw mm. its turbo laser volley off course and it misses the temple and everyone escapes. Yay. I love my Amazonian blonde. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. It, oh, that's cool they brought her back, but I thought she was like a Marvel comic original. Like, I'm surprised they're letting well, crossovers. She is, she is back, baby. Yeah, she is. Well, that's because Lucasfilm owns her, <laughs> yeah, whether guess. Marvel likes it or yeah, not. Well, Dis- <laughs> I don't know who owns IDW does a lot of Disney comics, so I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, word. I don't know. Are they owned by Disney? Maybe. They're all owned. Well, IDW isn't, but everything, I can tell you the character, the character is, a, is a Lucasfilm property, so... <laughs> I guarantee. So that's a pretty cool. I like these comics. They're very like. It's not. It's really. It's just. Fluff. They're fun. Yeah, yeah they're, they're fun. fun. They're fluff, but they're fun. Yeah, and they're cool. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the protocol slash <laughs> probe droid slash oh, yeah. R two unit guy. <laughs> yeah, at the end of every issue of the last two issues, they've had like, uh, was it stories from the galaxy? Yeah, or something right. Like that. And it's yeah, it's just this kid out in space with these mashed together droids like he bought they're cool i mean this is gonna be interesting i mean it looks like they have a couple of little story little mini stories per issue so um yeah 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 fun stuff it's uh it's good i enjoy reading them it's it's a it's like a palate cleanser after reading all these really serious marvel (laughs) (laughs) comics that come out you mean poe dameron yeah poe dameron you got r2 killing people why do you guys still Read the Poe. Well, because we got to review it for the yeah. podcast. Some people, some people still love Poe, man. Do they? Well, yeah. obviously they do. If there's, dude, seriously, if they're at issue nineteen, dude, obviously it's there's because all the podcasts keep buying Poe Dameron. <laughs> the only ones. If if you guys would all quit buying it to review it, I mean, obviously they're selling enough issues. I've heard nothing about that comic coming to an end. So no. as far as I know, they're going to keep going with it. Now, right. I don't know it's because it's selling issues or if they feel like they have to keep pushing the new characters. I don't know. They actually did but an interview with Charles Soul, the, the writer of Poe, kind of okay. asking him when it would end and it was very up in the air that he, and they're eventually going to find Lord Santeca, which is... right. The whole, you know, he's on actually he's on the cover. Arc. He's on the cover of the next issue. Yeah, right? but he was kind of very ambiguous if that would be the end. 
So right. apparently it might keep going. Well, I mean, that. if it sells issues, obviously it makes sense to keep doing them. But I just, it's hard for me because I just feel like, you know, like the, the Darth Vader series was amazing. The the Kanan series I really liked. Yeah. And we brought those to an end, but Poe Dameron? Are well, you they brought me? Darth Vader back, man, and it's better than I ever. Know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel like what they're trying to do is they're trying to push Poe yeah. because they've screwed up. Yeah, by not making I, I Poe as big of an entity as he should I'll tell you been. what, I, I'm I'm not confident at all that Ep Eight is going to bring Poe Dameron back into the mix. <laughs> they keep trying to bill Poe, Ray, and Finn as the the three main characters of this movie or of this this new this new trilogy. I still don't feel like Poe Dameron has any right being well, that and, third. And what figure. doesn't make sense is now Finn's going to be running off with Rose. Yeah, right. So oh, where does right. that leave Well, everybody keeps talking about this Rose character in, uh, you know, Marie Tran, whatever her name is, you know, that, that she's done such a great job. It's going to be very memorable. And, and uh, I don't know. It almost feels like she's going to be brought into the mix, almost as, I guess, the Lando <laughs> character maybe of Empire. I don't know. But yeah. I, I still don't feel like Poe is going to matter at all in Ep 8. And hopefully yeah. I'm wrong, but... It just doesn't yeah. feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. not even the star of his own comic, dude. <laughs> come Seriously. on. Yeah, Snap Wexley, as everybody knows that. <laughs> Snappy Snap Wex. Sexy Wexley. Oh, I hope tell they... you, that artist really <laughs> I hope they porkins him. I, I know, that, man, that artist can really capture Grenberg, like, dead on. It's like, it's It insane. is pretty dead on. I it's agree. like you're looking at Greg Grenberg. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Cray cray. Speaking of Greg Grunberg, it is time for Porkins Bite of the Week. <laughs> oh, he is kind of porky. But wait. Oh, did I say that? Oh. Uh-oh. What's going on? What? Hello. Grand Moff Talkin here. The Empire is known for two things. Destroying worlds and being awesome. But did you know on Jabba's sail barge there was a key to stopping the former? You see, they had Klaatu and Barada on that barge, both of which are the Nikto species. And as you may know, Klaatu, Barada, Nikto were the words that stopped Gort from destroying the Earth in the day the Earth stood still. But Princess Leia thankfully put an end to their nonsense. You may fire when ready. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. wasn't porking. I did not know that. Yeah, Klaatu, <laughs> I think that's also what stopped the Necronomicron from coming to life and destroying the world in eternal darkness. In Army of Darkness, right? Oh, you're right. Klaatu, <laughs> Barada. <coughs> Said the words. <laughs> Take it. Word. You know, when, when Tarkin uh, does his bit here, I really only listen to you uh, fire when ready. <laughs> That's the only thing I hear. Wow, thank, you. thank you, Howie, for yeah complimenting Garrick that way. Yeah, thanks, man. Wait, yeah. no, I was talking about Tarkin and how like dry, he how is. uninteresting he is. Okay, yeah, he is. He's just, uh, you know military guy. <laughs> <laughs> you may fire when ready. All right, so now that we got all of the that stuff out of the way, how about <laughs> that, we talk about rumors? Yeah, let's yeah, get to the meat baby. and potatoes. Tasty. Mm-hmm. Tasty oh, rumors. Yeah. All right, Get them on my plate. Bring Put it in. Bring it in. Chew them up, in. Oh, up oh, real slow. 
We about to get down with some sweet, sweet rumors. You boys ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready. Yeah, Ryan Johnson in the rumor section this week. <gasps> Not the news, but the rumor. Well, we know that JJ was uh, got some attention during Force Awakens for his cameo roles that he was doling out to all his buddies. Yes. Force Awakens. Well, looks Imagine like Ryan right. jo- looks like Ryan Johnson James is Bond. joining the uh, joining the club because <laughs> uh, he is doling out the uh, the cameos as well. So who are we cameoing? Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> Sweet is now said to have a brief cameo really? in the film. He's in all he's, Ryan Johnson movies. Stormtrooper. <laughs> well, he's, he's in one of at least one. Brick. He, he's in that other. He's in Brick too, isn't he? Yeah. Brick and hey. Looper. Oh my! Well, I guess that you know these relationships, just like Leo and what's his nuts. <laughs> yeah, James Cameron. Yeah, that's the one. Sure. <laughs> uh, they all have their favorites, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we have a brief cameo in the film. Uh, he's not actually appearing in person, though. This is going to be a little bit different one. He's actually doing a voiceover for a character. Nice. So that's a little bit different. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so if you're good buddies with uh, old Ryan, maybe you too can find your way. How do I do that? To the next film. How do I do that? I don't. You got to be good buddies with Ryan Johnson. I my know, friend. but how do I get to be good buddies, Ryan? Well, Johnson? I'll tell you what, man. Just go to his uh, Twitter handle and uh, start harassing him. Ooh, they love Say, it. Hey, we're friends, right? We we buddies. We Ryan buddies, Johnson, right? let me on your movie. We're best buds. <laughs> That's that's your best shot, man. I okay. think that's the only shot. Just let him know who your mom is, and your. I you're was. In. I've just been blocked. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so cameos, man. Were you guys? Look, first off, I'm gonna ask. I'm just gonna do a roundtable with everybody here. We'll just go back to Force Awakens. Were you guys cool with the Force Awakens cameos? Yeah. Howie. Uh, yeah, I, it's. They seem fine. I mean, the, as... the two that are the most memorable, of course, would be Simon Pegg is. Uncar Plutt. The Blobfish. The, the Blob guy, yeah. Blobfish, whatever we call him, uh, from Jakku. And then, of course, Daniel Craig famously was the stormtrooper that was influenced by Ray. And Greg yes, Grunberg right was Snaplex <laughs> Not so much cameo there, Garrick. Yeah, I don't think he's so. Actually actually in the movie. I think he's, he's a character in the movie, Garrick. Yeah, to, to, to Corey Chagrin. <laughs> you have to accept this. <laughs> So well, uh, tell me, how, how do you feel about cameos? Right? Oscar Isaac was pretty much. A you cameo. hate him? Yeah, hate none. Him. You don't. You don't want him at all. No, I hate, I hate him. Yeah, that's what I liked about the Force Awakens ones. Is the cameos you were could, not cameos. Right. No, I agree. I agree with no. that because you couldn't tell it was Simon Pegg and you couldn't tell it was Daniel Craig. So I could yeah, tell. Okay. Okay. Those are great. Yeah, but I'm talking about like. Cameos like cameos like 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 George Lucas inserting himself into his own movie uh, or putting it or, or putting Jackson. his daughter in like yeah. two or three different scenes and uh, not just putting his daughter and in, his but son just painting over and then stopping <laughs> and then they know, look at the camera and yeah. wave and oh, wink look, and say hi that's mom Rick McCallum hey, hey, great. Solo getting on the Millennium Falcon for like after thirty years and he didn't know where he was at. <laughs> like, He's oh wait, yeah, yeah. I don't oh, think that's Chewie, a cameo. We're home. <laughs> like I had no idea where we were. Should have been Corellia. Oh, oh, that was a great line. What are you talking about, man? Come yeah, on, uh, that's their that's home. Beautiful prequel. Beautiful. That's part of the prequel edit. Remember? All right, Garrick. So what? R- <laughs> cameos, man. Yeah, you cool? man. 
Yeah, you the cool? Force, Force, as long as they did them like they did in The Force Awakens. I mean, tastefully right. Well, I mean, a voiceover, I mean, that seems pretty nonchalant. Yeah, so, don't rub yes, my face would, in it. I would, uh, I would well, agree. We'll see. We'll see. This is this is a little bit further than the uh, Simon Pegg. And, well, well, I guess because it's Simon a voice. Pegg, I mean, if you yeah. recognize his voice. I, I mean, I, I know Joseph Gordon-Levitt is kind of a... But if he says, he's I'm like a jo- pseudo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt while he's doing his voiceover, then <laughs> I'm going to hate it. He just says, I'm Joseph Gordon Levitt, and I'm in F8. Then it just moves on. Ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Gordon Levitt. (laughs) (laughs) Applause. Singing his hits. He does like like an hour stand-up bit that's really like not funny at all. That'd be awesome. Yeah, none. Yeah, because he's not even really a comedian, really. I don't know if he does stand-up. Maybe. All right. Uh, rumors. Oh, yeah, I liked him in 10 Things I Hate About You. That was a good movie. Was <laughs> that was a good movie. That's right. Yeah, that, that was all right. You know, that was, yeah. 500 Days of Summer. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mark Webb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Why Third not Rock from the Sun. Yeah, Third Rock, man. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we move on? Mike? All right. <laughs> so he was in Batman. He was hey, you Robin. You guys are talking. I'm he just was Robin. That's funny. He was Robin. Yeah. He was Robin-ish. Robin. No, his name was Robin. <laughs> Christopher Robin. Yes, he was Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> he like punched. No, you're fucking... thinking of Chris Columbus. He had a poo bear. He had a poo bear. No. He fought Pinocchio. No, he was and, Geppetto. I'm saying, you're thinking killed, of Geppetto. Yes. He killed. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> the no, he ate all of his shit. honey. Oh, ate, wait a minute. We, you know, we've he gone ate back, piglet. right? It was bacon. Oh. Yeah, mm, that is bacon. Right. I do love bacon. Love piglet. Even if it means slaughtering a little piglet. Yeah. What about pork I mean, bacon? Pork. Can you eat? Everybody porks? loves pork. The thing is, this it won't be a cameo. It won't be like I'm this. You will never know. I I still don't think Daniel Craig was in that movie. I think it was just bull. I think it was like a. Oh, I'm sure he was. No, but you never know. You don't know. Yeah, if it right. Was. That's the whole point. That's what, that's what makes right. it awesome. That's, that what makes, makes it awesome. that's what makes it tasteful. I don't yes. know if it makes it awesome. No, it's awesome. I think Mike. it makes it tasteful. Everything yeah. is awesome, Mike. <laughs> yeah, like, like the Lego okay. movie. So uh, for, okay, so for a fact, this is this is the legit fact. So the two stormtroopers that turned away when they heard him walking away was the, um, I think, Michael Giacchino and then, like, the other, uh, like, another sound designer. So, like, literally, but you had to, like, find that out. Like, they just turned around. They're like, oh, shit. I thought it was one of the Backstreet Boys. I, well, that's I what I'm saying, that. though. But Wait, which one? Know. Lance? Was it Lance? Wait, is that NSYNC? That I was forget. the one with the goatee, I think. But that I was a know. cameo because they didn't say, oh, look. Oh, it's Dolly Parton. You're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what? I want to see Dolly Parton. That has huge I would love to see it. <laughs> Wait. What'd you say? But it was like she just like like you didn't have to know it was that's her. a huge bitch. Yeah, that's a huge bitch. Wow. It didn't have to be her. Like it's a it was just Bigelow, this, man. Do Spigolo love. It was like Come two on. people just walking away. Oh, is like, that from a movie? And you had to like find that that's out. Good. Later. I thought we were gonna call each other. Oh, it was a movie reference. It was totally a movie reference. Okay. Like it was a it was a Boba Fett looking back at the camera after the Jabba the Hut scene, where it was like, great, I get it. You threw it in our face. There's a Boba Fett cameo. Yeah, it was. No, that's what I'm. Dude, I'm an ant. I, 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 what do you call a cameo that's added in after the movie already released? 
Shit. Post George Lucas. A George Lucas edit is what I call it. <laughs> and when I do that at work, they just fire is that me. That a pameo? So I yeah, like a what? Pameo. Post cameo. Pameo. Yeah. Pameo. Pameo. All right. There's like an inflammatory rumor that came out this week. Oh right? my. So uh, you know, as we reported last week, which is about two weeks past due. But J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams will be directing Ep 9. Duh. So we've, we found this out. So no rumors, though, are coming out that uh, actually before J.J. was offered the gig, that they actually approached Ryan Johnson what? to direct 9. So what, I mean, this, going, this going around the me. table. This scares me. What, is that, what does that tell you? What does that tell you, Howie? That he... If this is true, let's assume. I mean, it's uh, to me, it's a stretch. I, I'm not sure I believe okay. this. But let's assume for a minute true, that it's true. If it's true, that means Ryan Johnson does not like Ep Eight <laughs> and doesn't want to do Ep Nine. Or he just got he's scared. You know what? Of doing you know what? On on that line of thinking, there was actually there's been actually a couple stories this past week, and I didn't put them in here, but um, that he, he he's done some interviews recently where he almost sounds like, "Thank God this is over." <laughs> yeah, like which was weird to me because I'm like, dude, you're at your point where you should be pushing this movie, and it was like, it was more like, God, thank God, I'm done. I'm just so over this, and I was, it was surprising to me that you know, and he didn't say it in that many well, words, but and it's hard to know how to really take that. Is is like, I was so stressed out about it because it's sure. a, I love Star, it's a Star Wars, Wars movie, and, right? You know, I mean, I'm sure it's a huge commitment. JJ but, said, JJ said that after Force Awakens. He was done. He was like, I'm not. Right. This is it. Yeah, it took him it, it took, took him a couple of years before he was, he was like, exhausted. okay, I'll come back. Time I heals mean, all wounds, I guess. I, you know, and there's so a lot a of stress bucks. that comes from that. I mean, these are not like okay, so when you take the original trilogy, Irvin Kirshner, like these these they just got hired on to do it. And they, they they didn't love it because they didn't had they didn't grow up with it. They were Irvin Kirshner was like ninety eight years old. He was like literally like he was like Emperor Palpatine when he was like directing that shit. He was like, okay, I think they based Emperor Palpatine off of Irvin Kirshner from fucking Empire Strikes Back. They're like, he's an amazing guy. Let's 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 throw him in the movie. Jim Henson can do it, whatever. But anyways, so JJ Abrams was done after The Force Awakens. So yeah, I mean, he was right. exhausted. Yes, I can't. I mean, I'm, we're none of us are obviously in that position, right? Wow, I mean, being fans, being fanboys, sure. being well, I mean, and let's let's, I mean, let's go back and look at like George Lucas and and Kirshner that you're talking about, whatnot. I mean, and compare them to JJ. Yeah, they none of those guys that I just mentioned do the amount of work that JJ does. The yeah. stuff that he's producing right now, I mean, yeah. everything from Westworld to the new Star Wars stuff, oh, yeah. Star Trek stuff. Oh, that's you know, good. Oh my gosh, this guy is like got his hands in like a million different pots right now. So yeah, thirty. Yeah, hands. I mean, I uh, it is kind of a big commitment for him, and I can see where you would be burned out after Force Awakens. Yeah. You know, even though I, you know, he, he liked the experience and whatnot, but, but you don't um, get to enjoy it. He didn't even, remember. He didn't want to do. He didn't sure. want to do Force Awakens. Right. He wouldn't enjoy it as a fan because he was like, I, I just love Star Wars. I don't I want to sit back and watch it. And Kathleen sure. Kennedy was like, Special K was like, let's do I think Well, yeah, I think after what happened with Colin Trevorrow and, you know, the, the Lord Miller debacle, debacle and, and Josh Trank that, you know, obviously them going back to him, it, you know, I, I just have to wonder if, you know, is he doing this out of obligation to KK 
or is he doing it because he really wants to do it? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Okay, so at this point, I don't think it's money. I, I, I no, don't, I, I, you're no, right. Yeah, you're I think right. you throw it's that out the money. window. Right. I, I, I mean, he doesn't need money. He doesn't give a shit about money. He doesn't give a shit. Maybe his ego. I, I, I don't believe that. I honestly, JJ has all the money. There is ego involved with him, though. <laughs> yeah, there okay. is. Okay. There is. A little bit, but I just think that he's a, I mean, he's a fanboy. He loves this stuff. I don't. You give him a little more benefit of that. I, maybe I, I am. Would, I maybe I am. Oh, I, he's I, right. I feel the same way. I'm massages back, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, there's interviews with him, and I, I remember one specifically with uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and yeah, I mean he's just at least claims. I agree. Uh, I, he is. Fan. I think he's a fan. I, don't get me wrong. I think he is a fan, but I think he gets caught up just like the rest of them, just like George and everybody else. And we've had our criticisms. I know Corey has at least. You know that he gets a little carried away with some of the criticisms against him in the Force Awakens. You know, again, I think Corey's point has been, and I agree that you know the Force Awakens made all the money. So when someone criticizes the Force Awakens, you know that's great that they have their criticism, but I don't feel like JJ should have to feel like he has to go out there and defend what he did. Yeah, because he made again, he made all the money. It was a huge success. It sits at. You know, in the 90s on Rotten Tomato, you know, and it made all the money domestically and made $2 billion worldwide. He doesn't have to defend anything. And I wish, I guess I wish personally, you know, that he would recognize that and just step back and just let people say what they want to say. And that's it. And not feel like he has to step in. I mean, because that's George Lucas to me. George, George always gets out there and defends Jar Jar. And, you know, I mean, he's done less of that, obviously, recently, but. Right. <laughs> right, right, it is. You get sucked into that world, and you know I, I understand the temptation to do it, but you know I like Corey. Um, you know, believe that you know JJ needs to transcend that. Yeah. He doesn't need to go out and defend that. I think that's a hard thing for, for artists and anybody in, I agree. in general. What do you? I agree. I mean, it's created easy. something, or you yep. put your heart and soul into it. Yep. It's hard to to yep. not. No, I I agree hundred yeah. percent. I just wish he could. Yeah. I wish he could, but I understand the temptation wholeheartedly. I do. Yeah. I really do. And, and I can only imagine being bombarded so much from the media. Oh, well, and it'll be yeah. that way the rest of his life. Man. Exactly. I mean, he's yeah. been sucked into that world now. So every time, you know, for the rest of his life, he's going to be asked about Star Wars. You know, 20 years from now, when it's all said and done, he's still going to be. Star Wars. This is probably the reason why he didn't want to do it initially. That's why yeah, Irving Kirshner died. Right? Seriously, <laughs> just to avoid the Star Wars question. He's like, I'm done with this like, question. He's like, don't ask die. me. I don't want nothing to do with this. Yeah, I will seriously you die. You don't want no part of this shit, Irvin. Like, if you ask me one question, I'm going to die right now. That's you know totally. I don't give a shit. You're going to die? George Lucas yeah. is in a room. JJ opens like, the door. Jesus you don't want no part of this shit, JJ. You don't want no part of this shit. I'm just starting my fucking heart. I'm stopping my heart. I'm stopping my heart right now. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm 102. <laughs> what do I got to live with? Harrison Ford in the news this week, boys. Talking oh, yeah? about... Uh, what plane did he crash now? Yeah, right. <laughs> and no, it's not what a broken down off? Ford. What fell on him? It is not a broken down of? Ford segment, believe it or not. I am shocked. Uh, Harrison Ford actually breaking his silence on uh, Carrie Fisher's claims in her book about uh, her and Harrison's... Back in the seventies, what? That was for real. Yeah, 
Well, uh, I, she claims it was for realsies. Nice. <laughs> now I clicked on this article, expected to go you in got there. All kinds of porn downloads. Paris <laughs> <laughs> no. Hilton is what you popped up with, I imagine. <laughs> or Rickrolled. Let's just put it this way: if you and if you want to read the article yourself, you can go to betterkind.com, click on the show notes for up one fifty five, and we are not responsible for any uh, viruses. <laughs> yeah, none, none whatsoever. But you know, click on the article, check it out for yourself. But you know, I clicked on the article, you know, figuring I was going to get some, you know, a little bit of dirt, whatnot, and he still pretty much didn't say anything. No, <laughs> he just kind of not. I, I mean, he, I mean, in not so many words, he kind of confirmed it. Yeah, you know, it, it, uh, there was something. Yeah, that tapped happened. that. Yeah, <laughs> right. But Which, what does Harrison Ford have to prove? He doesn't have to prove anything no, at this point. Thing. I mean, He's the guy's like, in his seventies. I mean, the 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 embarrassing and quotey fingers thing about it was that at the time he was married to his first wife. You know, during that that time, that would so, have been a lot more embarrassing back then, right? Than it would be now. And I think he's on his third wife now, so <laughs> I uh, guess less embarrassing when you're on your third wife and in your seventies. So <laughs> and you like, have all the monies. He's right. like, yeah, scene seventy-seven. She had an abortion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been mine. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. It was an ugly knot. I don't give a shit. Let's go. Empire Strikes Back. So yeah, it was. I mean, it was in the, it was in the news this week, but uh, I don't know. I there's still not just there's just not much there. So I mean, not much to chew on anyway. And for is in, as far as details and whatnot. So, but uh, speaking of Carrie what Fisher, sure Billy details? Lord, and something to chew on. <laughs> Billy Lord oh, actually gross. in the news this week. <laughs> I got it now. I just got that. <laughs> it took me like. Like ten seconds. <laughs> it's an umbilical cord joke. It's an umbilical cord joke. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Billy Lord. <laughs> Billy, Billy Lord in the news this week, and uh, I don't believe her father chewed off her umbilical cord. But you don't know that. I thought that's what the doctors told me to do. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't they do that? They handed it to me, and I just, I just bit a, it. That's why I hang out at hospitals. <laughs> they say it helps you bond. That's how you get the that's power of the baby. Out there. It's the new, newest thing, you yeah, know? Mom, mom, there, gets a, it's like, mom gets a breastfeed the baby. I get a chew up. It's umbilical <laughs> cord. It's like, that's how you like gain its protein. powers. <laughs> it's Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so Billy Lord and... The news this week, and for those who don't know, Billy Lord is actually the daughter of Carrie Fisher. Mm. Billy Lord, it was, it was discovered or talked I find about this, this week. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I do too. Well, yes and no. Just from a. <laughs> so anyway, know, here's the here's the news point. piece. Billy Lord was actually asked by J.J. Abrams to uh, audition for the part of Ray in the Force Awakens. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Asked to so, audition. Okay. Asked for the part now. Now let's talk about the different aspects of this because there's different aspects here. For for me, the most likely reason why this happened is that Carrie Fisher was in the film. He knew that she had a daughter of age, and you know Billy Lord was looking to break into the business, and you know maybe it was a wink, wink, nudge, nudge between Carrie Fisher and J.J. Abrams, and he allowed her to audition. <laughs> that's yeah. that's in my opinion what happened, and it was nothing more than that. But of course. The fanboys are going crazy with this rumor, and because how could you not really? I'm going I mean, crazy a, right a, now. There's a leap to be made. <laughs> well, 
Well, here's the here's the theory about this 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 rumor in quoting fingers. The rumor is everybody's going crazy because they're saying, "Oh, if Billy Lord was asked to be, you know, the the Ray figure in Star Wars, they were setting it up that Han Solo and Car- and Princess Leia were the mother and father of Ray." <gasps> is basically what the rumor is on this. I and again, I to me that's a bit of a stretch. No, Luke's her dad. So close <laughs> enough, I guess. Well, that would be the twins, like Ray and. Uh... Well, no. I mean, basically, what I mean, they're saying, oh, the real life daughter of Carrie Fisher is in the movie. Therefore, is that Rayson and Reyna? The character of Ray yeah. and Princess Leia have to be related, since in the you know the actors were, would be related in real life. Which I again, I feel like is a stretch. I mean, if you're going to look at this story with any credibility, in my eyes, again, it was more of a, you know, a nod to Carrie Fisher saying, yeah, I'll let your, I'll let your daughter, you know, audition for this role. To me, that seems to be the most likely. Yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel? I mean, to me, that seems the most likely. Has she been in anything? This, but I think she's been in a couple things. She has an IMDb big. page. Oh, she does. Yeah, right. Well, she was in Force Awakens in the background. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, do you guys see anything there, or is this just people reading too much into? It wouldn't be. It, I don't know. It's we're still unclear of the uh, parentage of uh, Ray. Of course, right. So, but that's. I mean, again, that's why people are theorizing they say that, that that's true. That if it's actually you know, Han Solo and uh, you know Princess Leia's Princess daughter, Leia's right. daughter, then mm-hmm. then yeah, there's a lot of credibility to that rumor. <laughs> yeah, if they're playing. I, I mean, I could totally see him like redoing the twin thing again, you know, like yeah. twins, twins, you know, Luke and Leia, and Ray. I don't know. So anyway, for those for those wondering about her her IMDb cred, basically she's cred. been in just a handful of things. She's of course was in Force Awakens. She was in a TV series called Scream Queens. Scream Queens. Uh, she is in some episodes of American Horror Story. Nice. Um, and then a couple things in post production: Billionaire Boys Club, and of course, Last Jedi. So she will be returning as Lieutenant Connix. <laughs> you know what her full name Last is? Jedi. I do not. Cadel Co Connix. That was real Porg-hug. close to being something else. If Connix started with a K. And porghug.com. Oh, she was a porghug. <laughs> that is absolutely awful. awful. <laughs> of course, somebody on the internet figured that out and, and theorized that. So crazy. Yeah, I don't think she ever had a really legitimate chance at that. To me, again, I just feel like, you know, this was a nod to Carrie Fisher. You know, yeah, sure, we'll let your daughter audition. And there was never really any serious intent to make that happen. I feel like if there was serious intent, they would have made it happen. And, they and, and there would have been secrecy around it, like literally. Sure. I mean, right. if, if they would have let it happen, they, you would never even know about it. That's that's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just let it happen because, you know, it's like, hey, it's Robert Zemeckis' kids. Let's throw them in a scene where they <laughs> suck ass at acting and get shit, you know? And she, what does she do again in Force Awakens? In Force Awakens, she's just she's uh, a lieutenant. Yeah, man. She's yeah. Just well, what does she do though? She's like, a background. She? She's a background character on at the uh, the first res- or the, exactly. at the resistance base. Cameo. Why do we know this? Because we have to. Because yeah, they threw right. her in. There. Yeah, because she's there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Han Solo spinoff in the news. Oh, I like week. this. 
How do you feel about that? Sounds How awesome. do you feel about a Han Solo spinoff, Toby? Terrible. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. But it's Ron Howard. Now, wait a minute. No. Well, we can talk about this. <laughs> Remember, he directed Cocoon, the old people doing it's, shit. Cocoon's awesome. I do love Cocoon. Dude, t- now 80s. tell me. T- you can't You can't tell me that. What Ron, was the last I thing, mean, Robert? What was the thing that Ron, last thing that Ron Howard? Okay, Arrested Development narrator. I loved it. He did Inferno. What was the last thing that he directed that was like amazing action piece? Dan Brown novel things. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> never. Had Tom Hanks no. in it. I know you're right. You're right. <laughs> Angels and demons. Look, and- if anybody, I, I'll tell you this. I mean, I don't care about the action as much. I mean, the the stuff that he brings to film. I mean, he he's done some some he's, action no, stuff. He's like amazing. What Apollo classic. thirteen and yes. all, right. That's what I like about it. You use the word classic. That's what I like about him. I, first off, Lord Miller went in there, and like I said, I I feel like that movie is going to be a bunch of fart jokes. Okay. And and just you know a bunch of one liners and stuff that people were just gonna be rolling their eyes at. If there was anybody that was gonna come in and clean up this movie, in a way that I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, and that's what he's done. I mean, that's what he's doing. He, it's this isn't his movie. Yeah. As much as we want to believe that it is, it's not. not. He's going in and he's he's taking whatever was left over, <laughs> you know, from the Lord Miller debacle and shaping it into something. Now. Since, uh, you know, recognizing that that's his role in this movie, I feel like, I mean, if there's anybody that we're going to bring in to do that, you know, I feel like he's got as good a shot as as just about anybody out there to do it. You know, I mean, I just using that word classic that you said, I think, you know, he's going to he's going to back it off. He's going to use a classic approach. I think he's going to I think he's going to study Star Wars and he's going to make it feel like a Star Wars film. Okay, so. All right, so I, I have to go on a rant for like two seconds. Go ahead, okay. do it. So Ron Howard, one of my favorite. Okay, so one of, I'm gonna give it a small story. So Willow, yeah, is like one of my. It was one of my favorite movies, and in fact, back in the day before the internet, Willow was one of my favorite soundtracks ever. I had, I used to look for it in like every single That's a music good place. It's amazing, right? Um, James Horner, who just passed away this year. Oh, oh R.I.P. I fucking love him. Titanic, Avatar, Aliens, um, Glory. I mean, just, I mean, there's like a massive list of everything he's done. But anyways, Ron Howard's great at that. Far and away. Like, I mean, I love Ron Howard. Don't get me wrong. But he's safe. Okay. So they bring in these directors. That's the theme lately, I know. My friend. I, I fucking hate it. So they bring in these directors. And don't get me wrong. Like, they try. They tried bold and and out there, man, and it didn't work. But okay, so I I am forty. Forty two. He's a forty two. My whole life was been star. My career is based on like Star Wars movies. Everything I do right now is based on Star Wars movies. So I think if I was given that opportunity, I'd want to kind of like be adventurous and be different and, and throw everything I had in that. These guys are not like people who've never seen Star Wars. Like they. They're refer- they reference Star Wars in their own movies. They they love Star Wars. I, it's like part of me. The duality is that part of me wants to see them just be adventurous and be different, and then part of me wants to see classic. So it's like, I don't I don't know who to root for at this moment. It's like okay, Ron Howard, that's great. He's he's clean. You're right. He's cleaning up a movie. This is not his movie, but it's like, fuck. I, be different. Dare to be different. This is a Han Solo movie. Dude, I don't I mean, even care about. Dude, some. you're. I mean, to us, you're preaching to the choir because okay, we, okay. we've 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 rooted to that or we've rooted for that for some time. 
But I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's still a business and they want to make money. I agree. And, and I don't blame them for that. Um, you know, but being too bold and too out there, I, I don't know. Let's put it this way. I think in, in terms of being bold and out there, I think we're going to get that with Ryan Johnson. I think so I think, too, I, right. think I think, the, I mean, it's, it was, it was almost pushed initially that, you know, hey, this is a bold new vision for Star Wars and we're never going to view Star Wars the same again after Ryan Johnson's film. You know, that message was push, 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 almost to the point where now they're backing off. It's almost yeah. like they've sent Ryan Johnson out there now, you know, and he's kind of backtracking a little bit saying, oh, no, it's still going to feel like Star Wars. Trust me, trust me, trust me. You yeah. know what I mean? Luke is not evil. So I guess, I guess to me, we're going to find out with Ep8. If Ep8 is a f- success or a failure, you know, on Ryan Johnson's part, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's going to be a bold movie and we're going to find out if audiences accept that, I guess. I hope so. You know? I, so. I do too because I would yeah. like to see it go in, in in bold new directions, but you know, right now, to boldly go I mean, where no one has it. gone before. Is that what you're saying? I mean, wait, <laughs> wait, saying? Yes. wait a minute. Look, we've oh, seen this. We've seen saying. this even with even with Rogue One. I mean, I think after Force Awakens and its success, you know, we got into Rogue One and it was a huge success. But even during Rogue One, they had some problems. I mean, yeah. Gareth, you know, Gareth Edwards had to kind of be pushed back. And they had to bring in his cleanup guy and, and kind of do the reshoots and do some stuff. You know, thankfully, I think Gareth Edwards was very... Um, he was open to He was it. politic. Yeah, yeah he very was like, politic during that yeah. whole process. And, and uh, you know, he, he he didn't fight and we didn't hear any, you know, all that stuff, you know, stuff about... That we hear from, like, Josh Trank and Lord Miller about, you know, our visions just clashed and, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, we didn't <laughs> hear that with Gareth like Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, safe is the way Lucasfilm has t- is communicating to me right now that they want to go. They don't want to. They don't want to risk too much, which I guess is disappointing for yeah fans like us well, that want to see well. They tried to do directions, risky but, with Lord and Miller. They tried. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They've tried. Not yeah, even with just him, but with saying, Josh but, Trank. You, know, you want? I mean, who they, else they are said they initially? Get? Who else? Who is out there that they could get? I mean. I Nobody, and we've exactly. t- we've talked about yeah. this a Wes lot. Anderson. The last Wes the last Anderson, month or two. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you're right though. I mean, who do they get? Because it's like either you're going to go young and bold, which they've tried and it has failed, you know, or you're going to go with old reliables. Yeah. And basically, they're they've said they're going to go with old reliables right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if there's many, you know, they're trying to get those directors, directors. producers out there that are going to take up this mantle. I don't. I mean, we've talked about Spielberg. I don't think Spielberg would have any interest in this. You know, I don't even really think Ron Howard would come back. You know, I think he's just doing this as a favor to KK, you oh, know, yeah. which which takes you to, you know, some of the younger guys, I guess, like, uh, oh, um, Guillermo del Toro, for example. He's not even, no, I he's actually not would, I, I personally like him a lot, and I think he could do something incredible and bold. Fun. Fun. Yeah, with a Star Wars film, but I think he's too risky. I don't think they'll take a risk on he's someone too like risky. that. No, they they want safe and sound. Yeah, right. Ryan John, I, I I tell you, Ryan Johnson is legit. I've said it since the very beginning. He's legit. We've not heard one. We've heard not one bit of negative press about his legit. set at all. He's legit. I think he's better than. Okay, so you guys know I love J.J. Abrams, but. I think Ryan Johnson is a better storyteller. He's like legit. Like he could tell a story and run with it. Like he is legit. Yeah. So I'm not even worried about this movie. In fact, this is the movie that I've been waiting for. 
Force Awakens was kind of like, uh, you know, this is just gonna be classic. Yeah, we had to swallow the pill to get to the yeah. Yeah, right. it's gonna be fun. I meat. love it. I'm always gonna love it. I mean, I own yeah. all these movies. I fucking yeah. watch them a million times. But like, I'm waiting for this movie. Like, this is the movie. I'm like, this is gonna be like weird, dark, spooky, yeah. crazy. Right. This is the, my Empire Strikes but, Back. But I mean, that's the that's the big question mark for Lucasfilm, though. Is this, you know, weird, dark, you know, different, gonna connect with audiences? And that's where I don't know where I kind of part ways. I think with the rest of the guys in the cast, because some of them think that, or at least you guys have expressed that, you know, you feel like this could be, you know, as successful or nearly as successful as as Force Awakens, and I'm not sure that it will be. It I, first be. off, I Nothing you know I don't think. Be. Yeah, I, I mean, it's you. just, yeah, it's, can be. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a number one domestic, you know, of all time. So, I mean, that's a hard standard to live up to, you know, and I just, I think in general, you know, sequels don't do, in general, again, in general, that don't do this as well as the original. It is. That's what I'm saying. I don't think sequels so was, generally do as Awakens. well. Well, no. So was like, A New like Hope. Episode that's one versus episode two, like Attack of the Clones versus uh, The Phantom the Phantom Menace was huge. I mean, everybody, I lined up like seven times for that. Yeah, movie. but the but the reason, and I hate my life. For and it. I think we talked about this a I few weeks ago. Therapy. Actually, I think Corey brought this up. Actually, of, of all the seven Star Wars movies that are out, no eight now with Rogue One, of all the Star Wars movies that have been released, Attack of the Clones is the only one that did not end up at number one the year that it was released. Yeah, because it's because people people saw saw. Phantom Medicine were like, oh, it was huge because we hadn't had a Man, Star Wars movie in 20 years. Right. But then they saw it and were like, oh, Ew, okay. What's this? And then you get to Attack of the Clones and there just wasn't as much interest. No, was, uh, that's a whole other topic. Show. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that Attack of the Clones was a successful movie. It was. But, again. Anyway, back to the, the news regarding the All Han right. Solo flick. No, no, no. No, good discussion. I, I appreciate it, so. Um, anyway, the news this week is that we're, or at least the rumors, is that we're going to be in the Han Solo flick uh, hitting planets that we know that have not been seen on screen yet. Uh, most notably, Corellia. Oh, yes. Which I guess would make Finally. sense. I know. Garrick's kind of paying for this one. <laughs> is it going to live God. up to expectation, though, my no, friend? No, it will not. No, it will be horrible, and <laughs> I'll hate it. way too long, and too much has been built up. Here's my fear for it because Corellia and and well the legends and all that stuff. I mean, it's a it's an advanced society, but it's a very unique society. They have their I own. I want it code. to be 1950s New York. <laughs> oh, what that's, I want. Um, epi- that's episode two at the diner. <laughs> yeah. Remember with fucking. No, I mean like noir, Pulp Fiction, Sam Spade, New York. It's like gritty and disgusting. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't think it'll be gritty and disgusting. Yeah. No, I don't know. It should be different, but yes, I have my fears that it's going to be done in an appropriate way, especially since Lord Miller <laughs> was responsible for developing this film. So uh, I have my... I want it to be like Judge Dredd. I have Dredd. my concerns. smoking weed. <laughs> but also there's a rumor that we might be seeing Kessel. What? In this film. Spice Mines again, of Kessel? I, yeah, I'm not, not entirely sure what to think about that. It, I like it. It feels like... Do you actually, We're to me, see it the feels Kessel like... Run. It feels too oh, on yeah. the nose to me. No yeah, Kessel, more Kessel, Kessel run. Need spice. spice. Do you need? To, do you really need to see the Kessel Dude, run? Dude, spice no. must flow. No. 
Yeah. This is the problem with doing a Han Solo movie. Yeah, right. It's going to be everybody's fear. It's all. It's going to be tropes. That's what I fear, and that's what I feared about Lord Miller is that it's going to be all tropes the whole time. We'll figure out what a you could do a Han Solo movie that's awesome. Or you can do one that's all tropes and everyone's going to hate. Well, finally figure out what and a I parsec what... means. <laughs> what, what do they mean by that? We'll figure Is it, it a unit of measure or Her time. a unit of space and time? Yeah, like, why I... don't just write a story? Like, why do you have to be like, okay, well, we this is everything we know about Han Solo. <laughs> I shoot first. I shoot yeah. first. I have a bad <laughs> feeling about Never this. Never tell me the odds. I hate no Greedo. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, him and Greedo are going to have a fight in a bar, yes. you know, when they're teenagers, you like, know. This, that's they snuck into line. a strip club. and Everybody yeah. in Corellia is going to be walking around. Never you know, tell me the odds. Never <laughs> tell me the odds. When I was growing up... <laughs> The, Curlians the lady, hate odds. The one thing that I remember growing up on Han Solo was that he slapped an officer, and I like correct me if I'm wrong here because Chewie was a slave, right? And, right. So this the is legends, like, yeah. The legend, yeah. the legend story of Han Solo was that yeah, he was in the academy, he was in the Imperial yes, Academy. There you go. And that yeah, uh, that Chewbacca was a slave, and at some point he he helped free him, and then you know fled the academy, he got kicked out, and right. blah, blah. So that's that to me is a. It was a fantastic story. I love nobody it. knows it. Like nobody right. had to say it. It's like, right. wow, that's right. like that's it's humanity. You know, and given like, given Lord Miller and even Ron Howard, I'm sorry to say, because I don't think he'd be even if he was a fanboy and knew that that legend's history. I, I don't. I mean, I, I think it's too late for him to implement that. Yeah. So I have a feeling that the story is going to have nothing to do with any I of that. Agree. Nope. Which is sad. It, it is really. Sad. Is. But we'll have Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Kessel. So we'll all, we'll all see the we'll all see how he made it in nineteen parsecs. <sighs> Thirty thousand parsecs. Twelve parsecs. Twelve parsecs. Fourteen parsecs. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, I know. So yeah, I don't know. That concerns me. Seventeen paninis. Corellia, I'm completely cool with. What if what if the whole movie is the build the up to the Kessel Run? Yes, exactly. What if that's the whole movie? That's shit. You know what? If- <laughs> that's pod racing again. Yeah, I hate. pod racing. <laughs> I talked about it last time. I hate it. It's not a plot. It's just like, oh wait, smoking the bandit part two. All right, let's <laughs> go. D. Yeah. George likes yeah. his cars. Likes him fast. Likes to race yeah. his cars. They're going to make yeah. a Solos 11 movie. <laughs> I'd watch that. Actually, I, I would watch that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go no. move forward. <laughs> um, so supposedly we're going to be getting a uh, prequel comic. Yeah, we are. With, uh, I believe, Luke and Leia, right? Mm. And maybe you know more about this than I do. Care, That's about but, it. Uh, we are. <laughs> that's it, huh? Yeah. Okay. So we're getting a prequel comic that's gonna, in in no uncertain terms, is gonna take Luke and Leia from thirty years before Force Awakens and put them on crate. Yep. Right. Which is where we're going in Ep Eight. Yep. Ep Eight is the the crate the planet crate. Crate dragons. About, uh, Cancel bite, which is the the casino city or whatever. I guess. Oh, so. Uh, so anyway, this comic and, and I, is this a one-off or is this going to be part of the Star Wars um, comic line? Do we know that yet? I don't know. It seemed like it was a one-off. Or is this going to be like be one of those? Because uh, they did a few of these uh, Journey to the Force Awakens stuff right. before. So and the thing and is, Fast, uh, in the Leia comic, she actually goes to Crate, which uh, has or in the Leia book, sorry, novel, Claudia oh, okay. Gray novel. Right. Actually, she goes to Crate, and it it's actually kind of a huge significance. For her in that novel, I don't know. If, really? Yeah. Okay. I guess I 
it is a rumor cast but anyway she goes there and that's where she first finds out that Bale is working for the rebels like he is a rebel so she kind of discovers his operations that he's running out off that planet Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess she's returning there or whatever. So I don't know why okay, they well, keep so going yeah. Back. I mean, that's I guess that's cool. I mean, if you're gonna use this new this new planet and this new location, and we've talked about this before. I mean, doing tie-ins like this, I mean, brings some importance and brings some weight to it. I guess, especially you know, for fans that like the expanded universe stuff and things like that. So I don't know. I guess I'm glad to hear that they've got you know some history on the, at this this place and and that you know they're tying it into other um media yeah so to speak yeah they're building so, it up yeah 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 so i don't know some people kind of concerned about this the canto bite portion of this movie is again going to be it's going to include um the casino type location and uh, it looks like it's where finn and rose are going to be dispatched kissing. To, to do something and to a <laughs> racing be kissing. Yeah, to racing horses <laughs> I don't know They're if I buy on, that yeah, I, I buy droid, that. droid ball yeah <laughs> terrible plot device I hate it <laughs> so I don't know so it sounds like some concerns about cancel bite and crate but you know at least they're making efforts at this point to tie it in yeah. so yeah I don't know We'll have to kind of see how it all plays out and, and uh, go from there, of course. Yep. So, anyway, well, guys, that's all I had for real. Wait, 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 wait. You forgot whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You forgot one. Oh. I just realized. Okay. Did you hear about the new trailer coming out? Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> October 9th, baby. Okay. Mark Hamill okay, okay, says okay. it's so, so kind of. There is. Okay, so something happened, and I don't think it's the night. It's the 10th, isn't it? No, it's the 9th. Is it the 9th? Monday Night Football. All right, so there may have been a little slip. (laughs) Slip of the tongue. So this is the Twitter tongue. Um, It sounds like uh, somebody, a fan, had engaged Mark Hamill in some discussion about Star Wars and, and you know, Last Jedi and and, uh, the exchange... uh, went forward to you know hey when are we getting a trailer and uh hamill's response was you know check out check out monday night football on october 9th for no particular reason <laughs> and uh of course people are like whoa <laughs> Wait, what, what? what's going on hold on hams and uh almost as soon as he uh he posted that i think the uh the crazies at uh, Lucasfilm who are monitoring all like, ah, their actors. They hire people specifically <laughs> to monitor all these people's social media. It was like that John Wick scene. They and just jumped got, in there. And yeah, boom. Yeah. Boom. And I think uh, M. Hams got himself a little text message <laughs> right after. And they were like, you better delete that. And that uh, that text came right off really fast. So I think he followed so, up know, with it. Tweet is like, no, I was just kidding. No. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. No, that's Come a joke. on. So it could be <laughs> one of two things. One, it could be like legitimate <laughs> and that's real. Or it could be like Imham's just trolling. And then they're like, no, we can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> no, we really well, planned. I mean, okay, okay. So it is October. Let's think about this. So October, when was the last, like, what was the, our last teaser trailer? April. Yeah. April. Yeah, it was during I mean, celebration. Yeah, that's a long time, and that's I don't a think long we. Time. I don't think we went that long with the Force Awakens. No, I think there was 
really consistent releases you know after the actually no i think teaser. i think i saw a breakdown and they're kind of lining up like there was a may april really? release like it was early may late april and then there was an october release so we're kind of on schedule oh really okay, okay. that's good then that works yeah all right well people are just fiending man we haven't really you know i guess with the force awakens if you think about it there were so many leaks during that the filming of that that movie i guess we were all kind of sated a little bit you yeah, know, with the information leaks and the pictures and all that stuff. With F8, we've had almost nothing. I mean, the only stuff is, that we have is through official channels. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mm-hmm. I, guess, I, for me, I don't know. For, for me, for, it's a good thing. I, I love I love talking about the rumors. Yeah, right. It's even fun. the far-fetched ones. Yep. And I love discussing them, and I could I could still discuss them and then go into the movie with a clear, clear head. Yeah. I know some people just don't want to deal with that at all. They'd rather... I think for it. Force Awakens, I was cool with it because it was, I mean, it was all speculation. Now, we were pretty, we got a lot of the big stuff right, yeah. you know, guessing on Force Awakens. But going into Ep 8, I, I, we really don't know what to expect because now we have got a whole new set of characters and there's nothing for us to draw on and make wild assumptions about. And uh, to me, that's kind of exciting. I'm I'm excited about not knowing, you know, yeah, a lot of this stuff. So weird. I'm it does feel weird, and I, I agree. It's fun. It's fun I to talk the about opposite. this stuff. I am. I have like all this pent up. <laughs> need to get out. It's got right kind of emotion. Have it, have it figured out before you even go see it. No, I want, the I only know. the only thing that I know that the only thing that I've seen. I don't even know. Like, right. So in the like behind the scenes, Luke's going to be in it. Ray is blocking like three people attacking her with like a sword or a stick something so they're all attacking her at once it's like a stunt thing behind the scene so then i think what what is that you know what i mean like why is she blocking like three people at a time with her lightsaber so i don't know that's all i know that's it that's like my only spoiler rumor i got nothing else other than that she carries luke on her back yeah we, we know that's a that's canon well I we know. can tell you everything that we know toby oh, if you want us to get man. into it <laughs> Which isn't much, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, nothing. But, uh, no, there's really not much. I mean, all we really know about it is that Luke and Ray are training, and they have their arc, and that, and that Finn and Rose are sent to Cantle Bite. I know that's that. really the only definitive stuff that we know. Well, why is she blocking three people with like a? Well, there is there's the Knights of Ren. There's and all that yeah, stuff. there's there's yeah. talk of, talk about Kylo Ren and bringing the Knights yeah, to to Octu about and attacking. You know, Luke there. Let's we'll talk man. about making Captain Phasma a little bit more Phasma, well-rounded. You know what I'm saying? Characters. Yeah, we'll see. I I still doubt that's happening. I don't I believe hope it. So too. I <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> that was a, that was a character thrown in just because. Terrible. That wasn't a cause, and which is disappointing. It was, but just terrible. I mean, it's the same thing with General Hux. General Hux is not really it. General Hux, Phasma, Finn. Poe. I mean, we can go to the well, list of Well, Poe, Finn, Finn had a little more meat to his character, but yeah. a little more. I still don't agree. I mean, again, they push this movie as being Poe, Finn, and Ray as being the, you know, yes. your your heroine, hero is heroine in this movie. Heroin? And I, that's barely... Why Why are we taking heroin? <laughs> yeah. Don't do drugs. You, you guys don't like heroin? It's okay. Dude. It's the shizzle. Just don't, just don't <laughs> You're addicted wait. after one use. Just don't snort it. Dude. I know that much. You will be a yeah, god. I wouldn't, I wouldn't snort it. <laughs> End up like Uma Thurman. <laughs> oh, have to go to 
who wait who when am I? went and kill Bill? Which was, no. What are we talking about? Wait, Pulp Fiction. You're talking a Batman movie? Oh, yeah, Pulp Uma Fiction. Thurman. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Uma Thurman. she snorted heroin and had to go. Kill That's Bill. right. Yeah. They stuck. Oh out. yeah, we had to stuck a needle in her heart, in her chest. That's yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. There you go. There you go, kids. Remember, Ryan Johnson kills people. <laughs> that's all we. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, that's all we had for rumors. I thought, guys. Was, I thought that was Tarantino. I thought it was Quentin Tarantino. It is Quentin. Whatever. Tarantino. He kills. He does kill everybody. <laughs> Man, Mike, it's getting late. It is getting late, <laughs> and I'm about to fall asleep. And anyway, be sure that you go check us out. On the web at betterkind.com and click on the show notes for up 155 and follow along with us. Uh, make sure that you're checking in at our Facebook page and our Twitter uh, page uh, for all the updates. Uh, Mr. Steve Potter, foreign correspondent in the UK, which we don't have his music queued up. Sorry. But, uh, uh, he's always got the latest and greatest out there. So make sure that you're checking those out. Twitter handle is... Uh, by casual 1138 and you can find us at facebook at fly casual i'm sorry facebook.com slash fight fly casual podcast hey at least i'm not saying press play to say that's okay, right damn you it. just said it you just said it <laughs> let me get my focus on so i can see you guys better <laughs> so we want to thank toby for coming out man it's been fun hanging the last couple weeks man i love you all too yeah, yeah. Love you. so hey. love you too oh so sweet yeah Aww. yeah Unfortunately, and, we got to bring Corey back yeah. next time. I'm not, well, not, that's not just, looking forward to that. That's if you made it past the apocalypse <laughs> or whatever. We oh yeah, happened. right. Well, we already didn't. We already determined with we were I not. We haven't seen Corey since then. So <laughs> you're saying Corey was raptured he and I wasn't? Have, he no, might have was. <laughs> no, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> it for another episode i am mike well, that I, is I, mike. <laughs> that is howie i'm howie yeah toby hello everybody good night everybody <laughs> Garrett. i'm howie no, no i'm howie no, no we're all howie we're, we're, we're all i howie. am howie kiss <laughs> i have a bat with barbed wire wrapped around it Her- lucille heroin is bad just oh lucille I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm only in season four. Spoilers. So don't tell me. I just told him about a bat. I know, and I know that there's a bat named Lucille in Walking Dead. That's all I know. Yep, it hits people in the yeah. head. Oh, spoiler. That was, oh, <laughs> I would too figure. Far. I would spoiler figure. Alert. Dang it. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to get I'm get trying to get caught up. I I don't really love The Walking Dead, but I feel like I'm invested enough now I want to yeah, catch up. You just gotta Watch do it. the first just go to the first uh, episode of season what seven six who knows hundred yeah. just watch that one and then be done <laughs> and then be done <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn it i got too long to go see i'm not looking forward to that man that's just not cool at least you can power through them you don't have to wait we're trying week. man we're trying i don't know everybody kept, told us how great it was and we just keep we keep like oh, okay yeah you force yeah. yourself to watch them so I stopped watching them because I felt that same. Really? Yeah. I just was like, I I'm literally forcing myself <laughs> yeah. to sit here and get through them. Well, and then I thought, what the? F- I'd rather eat Coney Dog. I'm gonna force myself to eat Coney Dog. <laughs> hey, what's wrong hey, with Coney Dog? Coney, Coney Dogs, to watch Coney Dogs are the nectar of the gods. Don't yeah. you talk so then I was Coney like, Dogs. 
Don't I was you like, dare. Why would I force myself to watch this show when I could force myself to do something that I fucking love? Yeah. Oh, because I'm an addictive personality. No, so I just I stopped. I just deleted them all. But I have to. I You're gotta get caught up. Yeah. yeah, I'm a completionist. Yeah. That's why I'm still buying the the epic Poe Dameron. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I hate that thing. Yes. Just give up, man. Give up. Just I'm trying. Look, I'm yeah. trying. Uh, well, you well, guys, you know what uh, what Lucille what Lu- Lucille uh, makes a lot of brain jelly. Brain, brain jelly. Brain jelly. <laughs> Lots of. We had to get there somehow. I guess brain jelly was it. 